Lukuta Sikhas Khilakutes, the Sikha on Rosh Hashanah. The style of this Sikha is written differently than regular. This is more like a transcript of a Fabrengan that the Rebbe gave. Oif Atam Nitzavmayom Kulchem of Neasham Lakechem on the Posik in the Parsha Atam Nitzavim, you stand today before Hashem. Zokta Alter Rebbe, the Rebbe says, the Alter Rebbe says about this, as a Yoyim Gate of Rosh Hashanah, that when it says you are standing today, today refers to Rosh Hashanah. Only is Nitzavim of Neasham Lakechem, and we stand before Hashem. In a way that is, everyone is together. It says, All of you. What does it mean? That all Jews, from the heads of the tribes, until the, uh, the wood choppers and the water carriers, and all the levels of, of uh, people, of Jews, between those two extremes. Shtein in an oifah from kulchem all stand in a way that they see themselves as all together as one. Vieres dot mefarish lachadim kechad as the Alter Rebbe there explains that everyone stands united as one. So this describes how the Nitzavim, the standing before Hashem, or standing all united, is accomplished from top down. In other words, Hashem brings about this unity amongst the Jews. The reason is because we are in the presence of Hashem, so that presence of Hashem brings us all together, unites us all as one. So it's something that is accomplished from top down. The detaich was bringtzich in chsidus, as the interpretation of his brought in chsidus, I convert nitzavim on the word nitzavim, as does his loshen nifal, that it's something which means some, someone makes it happen. It's not something that we are causing it to happen, it's something that is caused to happen. As Eden veren nitzavim, oifkishtal, that the Eden are made to stand upright. By Hashem, Hashem is the one that imposes, causes us to stand upright. But of course, there has to be also the avodah that a person does in order to bring themselves to this same state of being united and standing before Hashem and so on. Because a person wants to contribute, a person uh, is more, it's more satisfactory if we ourselves do something in order to attain that level. And one could say that when we add, when we contribute our one measure of effort, so the, the Gemara says that a person would rather have one measure of something that he achieved on his own than nine measures that somebody else has granted him or her. So the Rebbe says that when we put in our one measure of effort, then we also achieve those nine measures that we are given from above. It's by doing the little bit of effort that we do. In this case, your friend, something that your friend has given you, is referring to Hashem as our friend. Rashi tells us in 
Masech of Shabbos by a pasuk in regards what the, to what the pasuk says: Reecha v'reya avicha al taza. If your friend and the friend of your father, you shall not abandon. So who is this friend that uh, is being spoken of? Rashi tells us that your friend is referring to Hashem. So we see that Hashem is referred to as our friend. Which means that when Ayid puts in the effort, even just a small measure, one ten percent of the effort, of the of the achievement, you gain, you earn all ten levels. Meaning, means the whole hundred percent, the the ten percent that you put in on the tisha kavim shalchaveira, in the ninety percent that was granted by Hashem. Base was bepashtus is the ascholos avodah for naidin in the roif. That uh, in to understand simply when the avodah of a yid in this matter does was yisrael the kachinolus manim is the fact that the yidin are the ones that sanctify time. Time in regards to Yom and Tevim comes about through the Yidden, through the efforts of the Bezdin that they declare the new moon and they declare Ishkadish, and that's what sets the calendar. So that's the first thing we do in order to bring this about, which is declaring when Rosh Hashanah will be. We are the ones that give sanctity to the day of Rosh Hashanah. Was the far member Rosh Hashanah, that's why we say in Rosh Hashanah, Makadish Yisrael, he sanctifies the Yidden. And the day of Rosh Hashanah. Noisif Lozen. In addition to this, Dorch the Reivas Eden Klai Mizuch Tzamen. In addition to this, we also have the fact that the Eden get together Kiyushach Bleibachad as one as one united group, one one heart, one person with one heart. Everybody, all the Eden together as one person, one heart. So Lebeimat Torah, we gather together for one purpose, one goal. Un Ein Inyan. So by this we accomplish through this Abayda an addition in them we bring another dimension to the fact that we are standing all together because we gathered, we actually physically gathered together. I was talking about the Fabrengen that the people gathered together with one intent, the intent of being together and uh, reaching some new agenda and some new heights and so on. Especially when this gathering is connected to a physical, a material thing as well, which becomes uh, you ingest it, so it becomes your flesh and blood. Especially that what he's talking about is that we say lechayim together. So with this material thing that we drink. We also wish ourselves that it should be lachayim to go to life and so on. Was demolt zogn razal as gudei lugimishem akarevus, which our sages tell us that when people drink together, so it brings the yidden even closer. It brings a new dimension of closeness. So that brings even greater nitzavim kulchan that we are all together. Befrat as das is oich fabunim mitayam to rashon, especially that this uh, gathering. Is connected to the Yom Tov and Rosh Hashanah. For if M state in regards to Yom Tov Rosh Hashanah, it says Chedvas Hashem Him Uscham, the joy of Hashem. That is your strength. That was that was said by the Navi in regards to Rosh Hashanah. Un as Demol Tav Zayin Shtumam Takim, and he says there. Therefore, you should drink sweet wines. 
in addition to eating uh, delicacies of food, also to drink delicacies of wine. So in other words, that on Rosh Hashanah, the Simcha, in other words, it brings out that we should drink Selachayim together. Befrat Noch, especially as it was that year that it was Rosh Hashanah, the year of Hakil. Which the Hakil, even though Hakil actually took place on Sukkot, but the year of, of Hakil, the idea of Hakil already sets in during Rosh Hashanah. Be the as the Pasuk tells us in regards to the mitzvah of Hakil, as Mikhail Sheva Shonim, that the, at the end of seven years, meaning at the end of after the year after the Shemitah, Darzain Hakil, there has to be this Hakil, this gathering, was Mikhail Sheva Shonim, and when the Pasuk says at the end of seven years, Haibtzacham for Rosh Hashanah, when does the end of the seventh year end? Erev Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah starts the eighth year. So it's already describing Hakel as starting from Rosh Hashanah, even though the actual gathering of Hakel took place on Sukkot. Especially in light of what Chesidus is, Mevaral Aposik explains in regards to the Chagenu. The Pasuk says, Blow Shefer on the Bachaydesh on the, uh, the day of Rishchidosh, the first day of the month, the day in which Chagenu refers to Sukkot, in the hidden time of Sukkot, meaning to say, the simple meaning is, Rishchidosh, the moon is hidden, and it's the Rishchidosh of the month in which Sukkot will be, so on that Rishchidosh, which means Rosh Hashanah, that's when we blow Shoifer. So when it says, in the hidden uh, the day that is hidden, which leads to Sukkot, as the Inyonim Chagenu Chagas Sukkot, that these things which occur on Sukkot Chagenu, Zayin Rosh Hashanah already are being talked about and already are exist, and they are there already in an Eifim from Akesa, but in a, in a way that it's still concealed. In other words, that Hakel which will occur on Sukkot is already in a concealed state there on Rosh Hashanah. And one could say that also this matter of Haklavos is Bechagenu, which takes place on Chagenu, which is Sukkot. is already there, so just as everything that, as the Pasuk itself seems to intimate that the, what happens on Sukkot is in, in a concealed state on Rosh Hashanah. So the same could be said about Hakel that it's there in a concealed say, state on Rosh Hashanah. Therefore, so yet that ain't so each and every one of you, everyone here should say lachayim alayayin and wine. Dafta zayin fadem fadeshkiyev, and since it's you're uh, saying lachayim, so it has to be before the shkiyev because that was a Friday night. The fabrenga was taking place before the onset of Shabbos, and once uh, once it becomes Shabbos, you can't. Say lachaim, you can't eat anything until you make kiddush. So therefore, the lachaim and that uh, in that occasion, that fabrengen had to be said before the shkia. And one should zog lachaim of mashke to say lachaim on mashke unor besser and even better yayin on wine. Which the pasuk says that wine brings joy to the hearts of Hashem and people. Because the fad is does fabunim with a simcha gedolah, and that's why it's connected with a great simcha. When does all veren dama baskep so this should bring great great simcha, and that should become part and parcel of the person, because the food that you eat becomes who you are. 
Ubefrata das is verbunden mit Rosh Hashanah mit Hakel, and especially that it's connected with Rosh Hashanah and with Hakel. Um, Tutas in Abayis Godlin we do it in this great, in the great hall, meaning in the great shul. Makam Shavagalum Beteira, a place where Teira is fostered and promoted. Vu Ezainadosh Shiura Teira, a place where there are many Shiura Teira. Makam Shavagalum Betfila, it's a place where davening is promoted. Davening happens, so it's done in this in the right location as well, the right time, the right location. The Yeratzin has lozich often alle inyone vazdarfen. Uh, and the Hashem should help that everything that has to be accomplished through these matters should actually be accomplished so that's like the opening of the Fabrengen Gimel uh, this idea of this is the day in regards to Rosh Hashanah it says this, this day is the beginning of Hashem's handiwork the creation because it was the creation of man and the difference that is noted in Chesidus between Zeh and Koi which the Rebbe described in the Maimah that he said on the, before the Sikha so Zeh refers to something which is right in front of you you can point with your finger to it and Koi means something that you're describing which is removed and it says that Moshe Rabbeinu when he gave prophecy he gave prophecy of Zeh this he had direct um, sort of direct revelation from Hashem, other prophets prophesied by saying Koy Omar Hashem, this Koy Omar Hashem, so said Hashem which is a more removed that they, w- they didn't have such direct revelation as Moshe so the difference between Zeh and Koy is Zeh's direct revelation Koy is removed so it's discussed in many places in the Drushim uh, Tzedek in the Maimorim of the Tzemach Tzedek the noise of Lozen, addition to this, the Agos of Urim, the Chatz Eagle, and the Torah, the comments uh, which are written, the notes which are written in parentheses in Lukot the Torah, was read in Vegn Dem Inu, which also discuss this matter. So, in Kenir from the Mitzamach Tzedek, would seem to be also from the Mitzamach Tzedek that it's known that the Mitzamach Tzedek wrote notes on Lukot the Torah. Al-Tarebbe told him to insert them into the body of Lukodotayra and he put it in, in parentheses but they seem to be from the Tzemach Tzedek so this idea of Zeh and Tchilus Masechan that Zeh is something direct, a direct revelation that this idea of Rosh Hashanah, that this is the day when everything starts seems to be connected to Tzemach Tzedek because the Tzemach Tzedek's birthday is on the day before Rosh Hashanah and his bris was during the ten days or the seven days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur that says he made Shuvah and in the Friedrich and as the Rebbe discussed in the previous Fabrengen to that time as Beshaz the Tzemach Tzedek is geboren geworden when the Tzemach Tzedek was born, his grandfather, the, the Alter Rebbe said a uh, mimer on the, on the phrase that what the Gemara says that when a child is born, when a Shama comes down, they administer an oath that he should be a Tzadik and so on. Which eventually became the first three prokem of Tanya 
Because Mashbiyah Moiseti Tzadik is Fabunah Mitalot Samach Tzadik. And this um, administering an oath that you should be a Tzadik is connected to the birth of the tzadik, with is connected with birth. That's what it talks about. It talks that when a child, Jewish child, is being born, so they administer an oath. In this case, it's talking about the Tzamech Tzedek, because that's who was being born at that time. As I said, because this oath that is administered happens to every Jewish child when he is being born as he comes into the world. This, what we just said, that the Tzemach Tzedek was born and at which time the oath is administered, is also connected specifically with Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because Rosh Hashanah was also the creation of Adam Arishan which is similar in a way to the, the, the neshama coming down into the world, into a body, and it sort of ties into the birth of every single person, especially every single yid, because the yidn are called Adam, Adam refers to the yidn specifically. Over the Mishnah Zakt, as the Mishnah says, a yeder mensh is an oil mali, that each person is a world unto itself. Just like Adam Arishan, which was born as an individual, as one person, he was the only person alive at the time. And then, of course, from him came all of, uh, all of the rest of uh, the population of the world. even more, it's an oil mali. And it goes, it's not just that this is how it happened, but in order for every Yid to be aware that they are, that every Yid is a, f- a whole world, is Lefikach Nivra Adam Yechidi. That's what the Mishnah says. Therefore, Adam Arishan was born as one person, so that every person should know that they have the ability to be a whole world, to put forth a whole world, just like Adam Arishan did. So, and it's in order for us today to know that each one of us is a full world. That's why other magicians thousands of years ago was created as an individual just to give us this message. Which again uh, emphasizes the connection between the other magician that was created on Rosh Hashanah and the the birth of every year then subsequently so the birth and Rosh Hashanah are very much connected to each other and since every year on, in, during the time of Rosh Hashanah we recreate it's not just that we remember we remember and recreate the events that happened on Rosh Hashanah as Chazan Everything that happened in the first Rosh Hashanah at the first time is recreated, re happens again every year. Including also the fact that Adam Arishan was born, created on Rosh Hashanah. So it's understood that every Rosh Hashanah is the rebirth of every single Jew. 
be a shleimer, and one could say there is the zogn the Torah of Mashvim Moisei, the Ere of Rosh Hashanah, that the fact that the Alter Rebbe said this mimer on the oath that is administered at the birth of every yid, which he said on Ere of Rosh Hashanah, is Meramez Oich also alludes to the fact that Vibal does Rosh Hashanah Atzma is the Eladus from Yad Nidin that since Rosh Hashanah is the birth of every yid, as we just spoke, the dogma Vibrius Adam similar to the creation of Adam Rishon. Tavdoch the Mashbiim Moisei Zayin Fariyetzius of Lada Averayilam Erev Rosh Hashanah. So when is the um, the oath administered? Before the child is born, not after the child is born, but just before the child is born. So for for every year that is Erev Rosh Hashanah because Rosh Hashanah already the year is born. So the right time to talk about Mashbiim Moisei is on Erev Rosh Hashanah right before the child is born, which is when the Alter Rebbe said it. And even though it's true that in the first time when Adam Arishan was born, that Rosh Hashanah, that Friday of creation, Adam Arishan was not born at the first moment of that, of that sixth day. There was, he was born hours into the day, in the afternoon of that day or noon of that day. So there was time on Rosh Hashanah itself for when, for when the administration of that oath could happen. That's in the first year. The Gemara is Sanhedrin, Rechentoyz Beprati, as the Gemara in Sanhedrin enumerates, what exactly happened? The Gemara, the Gemara there gives the, the whole schedule of that day when Aramarishim was born, when they, were, when they ate from the Chetay Tzadas, and so on, everything that happened. So even though that's true, in the current situation where Briyasa Adam takes place, or, or the birthday of every Yid takes place on Rosh Hashanah, it takes place at the first moment of Rosh Hashanah. Already there starts the, the, uh, the new birth, the rebirth of every Yid, and therefore the proper time to say Mashbi Maisei would have been on Erev Rosh Hashanah. Hey, Bekviyah Shonah Zu, in the way it comes out on that year, the year of this Fabrengen, Kumtzu Nochmer Hadgoshe in the Nuskaram Benasin, from Rosh Hashanah, from Briyas Adam Arishan. It brings about, it, it, it brings attention, the way it happened that year, it brings more attention to this whole recreation of man that happens every, uh, every year. Briyas Adam Arishan, Rosh Hashanah, B'Pam Arishan, is given B'Yayim B'Vabashavuah. The creation of Adam Arishan, which was on the sixth day of creation, was on Friday, because sun, the first day was Sunday, and so on. Sizabadah the cloud, but there is a rule, as loy adu reish. In today's calendar, Rosh Hashanah can never come out on Friday. The first day Rosh Hashanah can never be on Friday. As is indicated by loy adu reish, alef which means the first day Rosh Hashanah can never be on Sunday, on Wednesday, and on Friday. Be the Rambam bring to Rabbis. Rambam says this. Biz as l'dasar of Sadigon. In fact, even according to Rab Sadigon, is this midiraisa. This idea is something which is encoded in the written Torah itself. So says as Rashon. In other words, that this is not just the way they set the calendar, but this is something which is embedded in the way they Hashem in the Torah itself um, set up Rosh Hashanah. Which means that Rosh Hashanah, this now can never happen on Friday the way it was in the, in the first year, in the, day of, in the time of creation. 
the ain't the only possibility that as Yom Vav Zolzayin Rosh Hashanah that Friday should be Rosh Hashanah is the Skivav Kviyoshana Zu is as it happened on that year. Vas Yom Beis the Rosh Hashanah is Yom Vav B'Shavua is that the second day Rosh Hashanah should be on Friday because the first day Rosh Hashanah is on Thursday, second day is on Friday, so at least part of Rosh Hashanah is on Friday. Vapal Pia Das is Yom Beis and even though it's only the second day Rosh Hashanah. We know that there is a rule that the halacha says that both days of Rosh Hashanah are considered as one long stretch of one day. They're one entity of, uh, as if it's one day. Ain langetog, one long day. This has ramifications in halacha of that it's not like other Yom Tevim where it's only a sveik of the yom. You're not sure if it's this day or that way. And therefore there are certain things which you can do on day two, because based on like a like a, to make a erev tafshilin, you could make it on both days and say if yesterday was if tomorrow is yomtiv, then let this be the erev tafshilin. If today is yomtiv, then we don't need an erev tafshilin till tomorrow. We'll make it tomorrow and so on. But on Rosh Hashanah that doesn't work because it's all seen as one long stretch. In other words, that the Rosh Hashanah comes out on Friday in that way. That based on this it comes out of the is Rosh Hashanah in the talk from So in this year, the year that this Fabrengan took place, which the first day of Rosh Hashanah was Thursday, so Friday was the day of the creation of man. Because it's one long day. Just as it was in the first year, on Friday. And this Friday itself, the time when other Mauritian was created, is at the end part of the long day. Which is the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Which in fact replicates how it happened in the first time that when other Mauritian was born. Because he also wasn't born at the beginning of the day of Rosh Hashanah of the, the fri- uh, Friday of the sixth day he was born at the end of that day that the cre- actual creation of Adam Rishon was towards the end of that day so it actually comes out similar to the way it happened in the first time this is also the place to note in regards to the fact that Rosh Hashanah ha- is, is in two days is uh, celebrated for two days, but thus is Nishnar in Chutz La'aretz, which is not the true, the, the fact not only in Chutz La'aretz, nor Oich in Yisrael, but also in Yisrael, which of course all other Yom Tevim are only celebrated for one day in Yisrael, but Rosh Hashanah is celebrated for two days in Yisrael. In the Reifus Mudish, the Inyu from Atem Nitzavma Yom Kulchem, which also emphasizes this unity, this coming together of the entire Jewish community. The, in every other Yom Tev, there is a difference between the Yidin that live in Eretz Yisrael and the Yidin that live in Chutz Laaretz. In Chutz Laaretz, because outside of Eretz Yisrael, we celebrate a second day of Yom Tev, which is called the second day of Chutz, of uh, Goliath, of the the Jews in exile outside of Eretz Yisrael. Mashenkin in Eretz Yisrael, whereas in Eretz Yisrael, which only celebrates one day, as I mentioned. 
Mashenkin Rosh Hashanah, whereas by Rosh Hashanah, Praben Ali Eden Tzveiteg, all Yidin celebrate for two days. Sai Eretz Yisrael, both in Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Hashanah, Kechabam Eretz Hashanah, the land in which Hashem is always watching over it from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And Sai in Chutz Laaretz, also in Eretz Yisrael, in Chutz Laaretz, was Dorten Gefinnen Zich Reiv Minu, Reiv Binyan from Bena Eden. Uh, and it's the fact is that outside of Eretz Yisrael is where the majority of Jewish people live. Biz Mashiach Tzitkenu, at least until Mashiach comes, let's say bring in Eretz Yisrael, until Mashiach comes, and will bring us all to Eretz Yisrael. So in other words, that on Rosh Hashanah, all Jews do the same in this matter, so everybody is united in a way that on a regular Yom Tov we lack this one thing of unity. So there are those who search for as Rosh Hashanah is be'oich be'etz Yisrael tzveiteg am mocker ben satzichangahim. There are there are those uh, you know uh, sages that are looking for where did it start that in Eretz Yisrael should also be two days Rosh Hashanah because in essence there only needs to be one day Rosh Hashanah is really only one day. When did it start in Eretz Yisrael also that there were two days Rosh Hashanah? So it's not uh, clearly stated anywhere, but the Rebbe has a, a way that he so shows that it is. We could find a source for it in Tanakh. Gefintmen abeferushim pasuk. We find a an explicit pasuk in Tereshibiksab in the written Torah in Nehemia. In the book of Nehemiah, was the Alter Rebbe Rufdem on Alpisan Sanhedrin b'Shulchanoruch Shaloi Pilchazor Shana mit Nomen Ezra. The Alter Rebbe, based on what is written in the Gemsechta Sanhedrin, so in the Alter Rebbe in his Shulchanoruch in the laws of Rosh Hashanah, he refers to this book of Nehemiah as the book of Ezra. In Nehemiah or Ezra in Kapitel Ches in Chapter Eight. It's said in reference to what was told earlier. earlier in that uh, in the book of Nehemiah. Where he tells there that on the first day of the seventh month, which of course is Rosh Hashanah, in the talk for Rosh Hashanah, as that uh, they were the Eden were told they should celebrate Rosh Hashanah. Eat good food, as we said before, and drink sweet wine. Send gifts to the one that doesn't have their own. Because this is a day holy unto Hashem, to our Master. Do not be sad on this day. Because this is the joy of Hashem. Because the joy with Hashem is your strength. So he told them to celebrate in a happy way. And the Noach and afterwards, it records that the Yidin actually did so. The Jewish people went and they ate and they drank. And to send these gifts that he told them to send. And to make a great celebration. It goes on to say, And on the second day, which means, could be read as the next day, the day after. But it, what actually says is the second day, Taichim Farshim and the uh, commentaries explain as Bayoyim Hasheni that on the second day meant what it means is Nishda Tagvas Kum Noch Rosh Hashanah. That's not referring to the day after Rosh Hashanah, the next day. 
they say that it means literally the second day because they celebrated two days of Rosh Hashanah so it was the second day of Rosh Hashanah and they explain based on the words of our sages the Tamils are the reason for this why there were two days of Rosh Hashanah and they explain because in the time of Ezra they uh, they Elul, which in our day and age, and according to our calendar, Elul is always 29 days, and therefore there's only one day Rishchidosh, which is Rosh Hashanah. But in that, in those years, in the time of Ezra, they, Elul was 30, 30 days, and therefore the 30th day is one day Rosh Hashanah, and the, just like every Rishchidosh, or the Rishchidosh, which comes after a 30-day month, that the 30th day is Rishchidosh, and the first day of the next month is Rishchidosh, so therefore there were two days, Rosh Hashanah, two days Rosh Hashanah, and therefore two days Rosh Hashanah. <coughs> so we have here a source in Tanakh itself that there were two days Rosh Hashanah celebrated that time, during that time. Zayin. Haniskel El from Nehemiah. What was mentioned just now from Nehemiah as Biyayim Beis, as Biyayim, sorry, Yayim Aleph, the Rosh Hashanah is given by Yelchul Kolam, Lechel Gulish, etc. Revelasim Chagadayla that on the first day of Rosh Hashanah the people went and they ate and they made a great celebration one could connect this to that which the to that which the Fidigit Rebbe writes in Sefer HaMitzvah Tavshin Gimel B'Tchilos at the beginning of Sefer sorry, Sefer HaMamorim Tavshin Gimel at the beginning of Sefer HaMamorim Tavshin Gimel Amazet B'Malchusa De'Ara that we see that uh, kings down here, the flesh and blood kings, human kings, as b'shas mizmachter amelech, that when they coronate a new king, is ha The coronation is done with great joy. It's a great celebration. And since the kingdom of heaven is modeled, we'll explain that in a minute, but modeled after the the. Uh, is similar to the kingdom down here. Sorry. The kingdom down here, kingship down here, is modeled after the kingship of heaven. Therefore, just like we see down here that the, that a coronation is done with great joy, so the coronation of Hashem, which happens, of course, on Rosh Hashanah, is also done is also done with great joy. That's how the, the Friedrich Rebbe explains it. Ches, as a parenthetical statement, the Rebbe says the next uh, paragraph. If the Rebbe was mezokt, as vibal machusadares came, machusadarekiah, in regards to what is said, that since the kingdom of on earth is similar to the kingdom of heaven, so therefore, just as we see here that the uh, the kingdom of on earth, kings on earth, their coronation takes place with great joy. And therefore, the same would also be true for the kingdom in heaven. Is the Shaila said you could ask the obvious question. Who says that just because kings here make a brick celebration about their coronation, 
Therefore, Hashem also makes a brick celebration for His coronation. Hashem has to follow what the kings down here do. The opposite, of course, could be true. When Hashem does something, so we emulate that which Hashem does. But it's, it doesn't make sense to say that because kings down here do it with a great celebration, therefore Hashem also has to do it with a great celebration. So how could you say that just because down here the coronation is done with great simcha therefore we have to say that in the, in the heavens above Hashem's coronation is done with great simcha and the same question could be asked also in regards to a number of parables which are given or analogies of the Mebishim, which are brought in various places that Chazal say about Hashem, it says, in many of them it starts, what could this be compared to, this situation which is describing something that Hashem does, and so on. This could be described, it's similar to to the, the story, the, you know, what happens with human kings. Okay, yeah, it's based, something similar. The same question could be asked. How could you say, as an Indian is in Agavisan Oifen Lamaila, that something happens in a certain way in the heavens above, by the Mevishan, by Hashem, the Farvas Azayiz Das Lamata, because you find that the same is done over here by kings? How could that be proof that that's how Hashem wants to do it? The Shaila Zayr when he gets to the Moshal was the Magid bring. The same question could be asked also in regards to the analogy or parable that the Magid brings as as dolomata that just like by a father here on earth is his mind the, the son's um, the image of his son is always imprinted on his mind a father always has his son his children's um, image imprinted on his mind so the Maggit says in a similar way it happens also with Hashem that the neshama of every yid is engraved on the mind of Hashem but the only difference is as in the Moshul but in the analogy of the father because the father is only a, is a human so therefore somebody who never had a child yet doesn't have a son yet you can't say before he has a child that this, uh, a future child that he will have is already imprinted on his mind that you can't say that the son that will come later is already imprinted on his mind before but in regards to Hashem even before the Jewish people are actually created their image is already imprinted on Hashem's mind even before He created them because by Hashem past and present is all and future is all one so therefore the fact that there will eventually be Jews means that it's already engraved on His mind now of course by a human father that's not possible but the marshal that the the uh, Maggit says is 
that just like a father, the image of his child, children are always imprinted on his mind, so also, Be Hashem, the image of the Jewish people is imprinted on his mind. So the question is the same. Just because a human father has his children's um, image imprinted on his mind, that's why we're certain that Hashem's, by Hashem is the same? How do you know it's the same? Tess, so the explanation of this is, it doesn't mean that because it's that way down here, the fat is that's why it has to be that way above also. Nor faket, the truth is the opposite. The fun was is The fact that we see that this is how it evolved into our reality, into the physical reality. Basement from this we know in the that this is also the way it must be up there. Because everything that happens here in our reality evolves from the way it is in the heavens above. How else would it have happened this way? Why would anything be in a certain way down here? Only because it comes from above and that's where it's that way there. That's why it evolves this way in our reality. So when we see something in our reality, we know it must be the same in the heavens above. Not that we are the cause and that and up there is the effect, but the opposite. The cause is up there. The effect is down here. But when you look at the effect, you know that the cause is going to be the same. When Isaiah does been gates Allah Dimashallah, and the same is true for all of these parables and uh, analogies. Baloshna Kosov, as the Pasik says, Mipsari Erzalaka, from examining my own flesh, I see God, which means if you see how the human body and the human psyche is developed, you know since where does it come from? It all comes from Hashem. It's modeled after Hashem. So therefore, if it's this way in the human condition, it's that way in a much more subtle way in the godly situation as well. And the reason that Hashem modeled it after Himself is because He wants that our relationship with Hashem should be not only as a simple act of faith. That we, yeah, we believe that it's, there's something going on up there. We don't know what it is. Nor oich, but he wants also as an anayfim from erzev yedia. Hashem wants us to have a basic understanding of the heavens above, of what's going on, and where we come from, and so on. The yedia galoshim from the Rambam, as the Rambam says, as leida nishlahamen kibedu v'kamapamim. The 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 Rambam says that it's a mitzvah that every person should know that there is a God, not that he should believe that there is a God, but that he should know. What's the difference between knowing and believing? Knowing means you understand at least somewhat of it. So therefore, Hashem created us in a way that we could see, look at ourselves, and know certain things about Him. Which is also the explanation which the Tzemach Tzedek brings in his Sefer HaMitzvahs. He asks the question, how could you, how could Hashem give a mitzvah, believe in me? It's a mitzvah for you to believe in me. Without belief in Hashem, there is no, you can't say Hashem commanded so and so. If you don't believe in Hashem, then how do you command anything? 
So therefore, emuna must be the underpinning, the basis upon which everything is built. All the mitzvahs are built. So how could emuna itself be a mitzvah? Is the question that the Tzemach Tzedek asks. Is it that mevair? So he explains there, as no Yusuf of them, as the tzivui is of the prote emuna. So in addition to the fact that you could answer simply, that general faith is, uh, is a prerequisite. But the details of how and what you believe and all the uh, details that are involved in the mitzvah of belief, uh, uh, belief in Hashem have many details. So those are the mitzvahs. So that's one answer. Is But in addition to that, even more important is that that the mitzvah is not only to believe in Hashem, but it's also to know that we should think about it and philosophize and meditate and understand ish, about Hashem, not just to believe in a very general sense. We believe that it's out there, we have no clue what, it's, what it is. But that we know about it, as the Ramam says, that it's a mitzvah to know about the existence of Hashem. So that's the mitzvah. Not just to believe, but also to know, and that's the actual mitzvah of Amunah. Which is the reason why we need things down here which can give us a, an image, a certain understanding of how it happens up there. So that we can understand. And, not just, and understand means that we have knowledge, we actually understand it, how these things happen above. Sorry, as it says, from my flesh I will be able to understand God. Now, that is the Adam Lamata. So, also the, uh, the person down here, it is Adam al Elian, since a person is modeled after Hashem. Therefore, it's correct to say that if you see that a, a kings down here, human kings down here, behave in a certain way. So that is the way Hashem also behaves. Umfun and of the And also when you see certain things about a parent here, a father here. So we know from this, how Hashem relates to us as a father. Because it all originates in Him, in Hashem as a king or as a father. And that's how it evolves into human fathers, into human kings. And the same is true in regards to what the Friedrich Rebbe writes in Sefer Amorim that we quoted before. As the fun was mezet as achtoros amelosimach in Malchusad Ara, that from the fact that we see that the coronation of the king in a human king is Baba Simcha Gedele, comes with great joy, vastement, so we know also, that that's how the coronation of the king of Hashem also happens, is meant to happen with great joy. This is the end of the parenthetical note. To explain what, is, what does it mean that when you see something down here, you know that it's the same up there. Yud. As we mentioned before, as Bahamshul Lazev as a state in Nehemiah, that in that what it says over there in Nehemiah, as Bayim Aldu Rosh Hashanah is Vayechul Kol Ambul Lechel, that the people went on Rosh Hashanah to eat the last Simchat Leila and to make a great uh, celebration. Zok the Posik 
the Pasuk says, as the Noch is given Yoim Sheni for Rosh Hashanah, then was the second day, which, as we said before, the commentaries interpret means the second day of Rosh Hashanah. The tale of the Pasuk, so the Pasuk continues to relate. Pasuk Dem will be Yoim Sheni Rosh Hashanah, given what happened on that second day. The Pasuk says, on the second day, Nes for Rosh Hashanah, the heads of the uh, nation. Uh, gathered Hakayanim, Valavim, the Kayanim and the Levim, Elezah, they came to Ezra the scribe, he was the prophet. They came to study the Torah. And they found that it was written in the Torah, that Hashem commanded to Moshe that the Yidin should dwell in Sukkot on, on Sukkot. Apparently they were coming back from Golos and there was a bit of uh, confusion. People weren't accustomed to doing what they should necessarily in Babel. When Ezra had said, and Ezra told them, instructed them, that they should make known the Yaviru and they should announce and publicize. in all of the cities, as well as in Yerushalayim, to say as follows, go out to the mountain, they view Alezayis and bring leaves of, uh, of the olive trees and the other leaves of different types of trees the leaves of hadasim and of, uh, of the palm trees to make sukkahs as written in the Torah the Loshan Tzuhahar the usage of the term go out to the mountain is can be, it can be compared to what it says in Chagi by the, one of the other prophets as b'chedesh ha-shishi chedesh el that in the sixth month, the month of El b'yayim echel ha-chedesh on r'sh-chedesh el, the first day of the month Hashem said with a question mark one, in wonderment ha-om ha-zeh omru lo'y eis b'y eis b'yis Hashem li'ibonais the people say, are, is it possible that they're saying that it's not yet time to say that the, the house of Hashem should be built? He wonders why nobody is uh, encouraging that we have to go build the, the Beis HaMikdash. And so therefore, in reference to that, Hatarangazakti instructed, Alu Hahar, go up to the mountain, Vavesim Eitz, and bring wood, Ubnu Abayis, and build the Beis HaMikdash. Bigaret wegen der Reif and the Svadus from Rosh as the Rebbe mentioned that year in Rosh and that's our brain. The difference between what is written in Chagi and what is written over here in Nehemia, the Chilik Beneim, the difference is, Dosh state say Ahar here it says go out to the mountain. When Dosh state Alu Ahar, there it says go up onto the mountain. Because the beer is Bepashas, why the difference, go out or go up? The difference is simple. In Chagi, that's referring the Matzav Kedem Shunivna Abayis. In the Chagi, it's talking before they had rebuilt the Beis Hamikdash. From Adav Game Boy in the Beis Hamikdash, and he is instructing them to go build the Beis Hamikdash. Is thus an Aliyah from the Matzav the Kedem Shunivna Abayis. So he's saying, go up. We have to rise up. We have to grow and build the Beis Hamikdash. We have to go up to a new level to build the Beis Hamikdash. So a Matzav from Binyan Abayis from before the Beis Hamikdash was built into a situation in which the Beis HaMikdash is built. That is a great ascent. That's why it says, Alu. Zokta Delosh Nalu That's why it says, Go up onto the mountain. Mashenken in Nechemia. 
But in Nehemiah that we're talking about here, that was the situation where the Beis Migdash had already been built. As it says in the following Psukim, uh, that he talks about the Beis and the far is that's why he said go out to the mountain it wasn't a matter of growing to a new the Beis is going to be built it was already built so it was not it was a lateral move as they say even though on that day the second day they hadn't yet fulfilled the mitzvah of Sukkah so in other words that there was a growth they're going to be doing the mitzvah of given. but since they had already taken the resolution that they will already fulfill they already took their decision yes we're going to build sukkahs so that's why Ezra told them so therefore he said uh, go out to the mountain therefore Hashem whenever one Ayid has a good thought already Hashem considers it as if it's a done deal therefore when or the, the moment they already made the decision they are already assured that this will actually happen this will be the reality and therefore, it was no longer an issue of saying go up because it was already, it was as if the sukkahs were built. And therefore, he said, go out to the mountain. And even more. From Pasuk, and the Pasuk that says, not there, but it says in Chumash, that they, the Yidden went and did that which Hashem had told Moshe Aram and he gave it to Korban Pesach this is in, re, in regards to the Korban Pesach when Hashem instructed them in Mitzrayim that on the uh, on the 10th of Nisan he said to them that on the 14th they should uh, bring the Korban Pesach and he gave them the whole mitzvah of Korban Pesach so it says right away the Yidden went and they did that which Hashem had told Moshe and Aram then he gave it to Korban Pesach yeah. Frecht Rashi, so Rashi asks they already did it at that time when they were instructed to do it this was said to them on Rish Chodesh and they were supposed to prepare on the 10th to go take uh, the lamb and only on 14th to go do the Pesach so what do you mean they did it already since they already accepted that they would do it the Pesach considers it as if it was already done just as he said they accepted it and the posse goes so far as to say and they did not as if they did it but they did it he already considers it that it is done they did it already so from this we also understand when he gets to the achlot of the Yidin Demolt about the about the resolution, the decision that the Yidin made in the time of Nehemiah, beyim beis the Rosh Hashanah on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, he gave mitzvah sukkah in regards to the mitzvah sukkah, Hashem Demolt that already then veritos farechem vizeharem does gitarim bapayil it's already considered as if they did it, which is the reason that he didn't say go up. In other words, that there is a need to grow. They haven't done the sukkah, they're going to do the sukkah, but it's already a done deal, the sukkah, and therefore there's no need to say alu. Yudalev, the nacht is the pasuk. Then the pasuk goes on to relate. 
the people went out they brought they brought each each person on his roof or in their courtyards in the courtyard of the Beis Amigdash and at the uh, the gate or the, the gate the, the street in front of the gate of the water and in the street before the gate of Ephraim of Atihi Simcha and there was a great rejoicing. as it's related early in the Pasuk, does it given as a great Simcha that it was such a great Simcha as Fundetzaitim from Yeshua Benun is nish given as a Simcha that from the time of Yeshua Benun there wasn't such a great Simcha. That's how great the Simcha was. From this pasuk that says that they made sukkahs in their homes and also outside their homes and also in the courtyard of the Beis Hamikdash. So in regards to this, it says in Shuvas Hagayinim, as Mahad Bazei Gefrekt. So it says over there, they, they were asked, the Gayinim were asked a question. Whether there is a requirement to make a sukkah in a shul, they were asked this question: Is So the first thought on this matter is that there's no need to make it in a shul. The reason why not is because the sukkah has to be. It says you shall live as you shall dwell in the sukkah in the same way that you live in your house. Therefore, in the place where you live, that's where you need a sukkah. You have to dwell in the sukkah like you live in your house. So we're in, outside your house. You have to make a sukkah. But you don't live in the Beisaknesses. Therefore, in the shul, therefore there's no need to make a sukkah there. That was the original thought. But then the Ga'inim continue in their response. They said, you do have to make a sukkah in a shul. And the reason, what are you going to do with a sukkah in the shul? The answer is, there are guests. As it says there, as in Baghdad, that in the Baghdad, which is the place where many of the Gainim lived, he says that we did, in Baghdad, we did build sukkahs. When they bring in the shuls, I mean, when they bring dort naoich, and he also uh, refers to there as Ozei is given the in mikdash from the and that, that he says from this pasuk that that's how they did it in the Beis Hamikdash itself, and he brings the pasuk from the Chemia it's clearly stated in the Pasuk that they made sukkahs in the courtyard of the Beis Hamikdash. so the Ga'inim then said look at that, in the Beis Hamikdash itself they built uh, sukkahs and that's why they said that you have to make a sukkah in the shul as well and then he concludes in the tshuva <coughs> in that tshuva the, uh, the, the conclusion is v'cheim minig this is the the minig that the Jewish people do when Azazay is minig Yisrael. Yud based from Kana now from all of the above from them was verdetzel in Nehemia from the whole the, the way it's related in Nehemia and from the Chuvas Gainim and then what is written in Gainim 
the Pratim with all the details, we could learn from this a number of things. But the Rebbe says, but I, this needs a little further study, because so far, I haven't found this in any Sefer. So it seems to be the right thing, but it needs a little further study. One of these Ramazim that we can learn from this is that on the second day of Rosh Hashanah is already the time to prepare for Sukkot. Uh, just like they did in the, in the, the days of Nehemiah. To make the decision. To take, uh, you can't, of course, build a sukkah or do anything like that on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, but you can already take the resolution and make the decision that we will do all those things which we need to do on sukkahs. And that we will do it in a way of Simcha Gedoy Lema'id. I mean, take the resolution with a great joy. Especially based on what is explained in Chsidus as Barashan as the Inyanim from Chagenu, Chagasukas, as we said before from the Pasik, Bakesaleim Chagenu. So Chsidus explains that what that means is that in a concealed way, on Rosh Hashanah, you already have all those things which need to happen on Sukkas. In Anaifim from Bakesa. What does this mean in a practical way? As we already mentioned, not what does this mean, but what is the the, the pile, what, what's the goal of this whole discussion? Just as we spoke in the previous Fabrengans, in years past, that part of what Nehemiah said, what Ezra Nehemiah said to the Jewish people is, that preparation for uh, Rosh Hashanah Sukkot is to send gifts for those who don't have. They said it in regards to Rosh Hashanah. The same has to be done, of course, in regards to Sukkot. To make available to those who need everything that a Yid needs in order to be able to celebrate Sukkot in a joyful way not just an ordinary Simcha but with a great Simcha so we have to make available to them things which will bring great joy not just ordinary joy the same has to be done also for the days up until Sukkot the days between Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot uh, for Rosh Hashanah it goes without saying because it's in the Pasuk that you have to make provisions for those who need but even the days between Suk- uh, Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot as his own Zayn Teg ongefilled with Simcha that days, those days also should be days filled with Simcha and Simcha Gedolomayid in a great Simcha because Dos Tutmen Oif by Ali Eden Oich Durch Dereifus Mishtel Zeitzu which is a, how do you bring this great joy for all these Jews by making available to them of course, if, they, uh, if there is a lack, if they don't have it, everything that they need in order to be able to be in a mood of celebration. And from this we come to the greatest simcha of all, which is connected, of course, to the that he will build he will build in its place and then it will gather in all those 
Yidden from all around the world. And it should be the will of Hashem. In an oifim from Hakel. That in a way of gathering together all the men, women, and children, and the the gerim as well, on their in the yarvas is ashnas hakel in this year, which is ashnas hakel, ashnas tashim emalif, which in this sicha was said in tashim emalif. Habalik hasein l'tevel uvracha the upcoming year, or noch farderayf, and even before that, zolzayin nichtavim nichtamim laalta bechal lachayin. That uh, every Jew should be written and, and uh, sealed immediately for good life. The Sifra Shal Tzadikim Gemurim in the book of that every year should be inscribed into the book of Tzadikim Gemurim. Vas Amachal Kulim Tzadikim because every year is a tzaddik. As Zolzayin Aksiv Vachsim Atayv Lushan Atayv Lusugad should be a good uh, a good year as uh, signed and sealed for a good year, a good and sweet year. Betuv Anirim Aniglin revealed in open way. Lamata Masalz Vacham in our reality down here in this world of Mameyer immediately in our day.